0: Welcome to the Tamron Learning Podcast, where host Dr. Kirby Ross Plock speaks with experts on many topics relevant in the ultra high net worth family wealth management space. Kirby is author of several books, including The Complete Family Office Handbook, and shares her expertise consulting with families and family offices. Kirby is also the founder of Tamarin Learning, an online wealth education platform that develops practical, foundational learning programs for beneficiaries to help them prepare for responsible stewardship of wealth.
1: In this episode of the Tamarin Learning Podcast, I welcome Dr. Dennis Jaffe. He's author of Borrowed From Your Grandchildren, The Evolution of 100-Year Family Enterprises, and Cross-Cultures, How Global Families Negotiate Change Across Generations to Discuss Modern Examples of Family Wealth Stewardship. Welcome to the Tamron Learning Podcast. Today, we're talking about this topic of stewardship, and I'm thrilled to have Dr. Dennis Jaffe with us, who's going to share more about his thoughts and ideas About the topic, and also because he's written one of the most voluminous luminary books (laughs) called Borrowed from Your Grandchildren The Evolution of 100 Year Family Enterprises, among other incredible books such as Cross Cultures How Global Families Negotiate Change Across Generations, Stewardship in Your Family Enterprise, Developing Responsible Family Leadership Across Generations, and Working with the Ones You Love. All of these books. He's amassed tremendous wisdom and has great global insights in his teaching, consulting. He's won numerous awards um, from the Family Firm Institute. He won the 2017 International Award for Service. In 2005, he received the prestigious Beckhardt Award. In 2020, he was Special Accommodation as an Individual Thought Leader in the space of wealth management by the Family Wealth Report and Dennis has a BA degree in philosophy a master's in management and PhD in sociology from Yale so we are thrilled to have Dennis here today and I'm thrilled to dig into this important topic of stewardship so Dennis let's think about stewardship because it has so many connotations can you give us your modern take on what it means to be a good steward
0: well, it's a tremendously um, uh, <clears throat> deep and central topic for um, family enterprises, so much so that I actually used it in the title of uh, one of my books. And so the idea of stewardship is to help the next generation kind of um, you know develop a, a, a clearer sense of what it means to be an heir and a um, participant in the family wealth. So ownership. Um, has a kind of a personal meaning to most people, which is it, it's mine. I can do with it what I want. Um, I have this this new sweater, it's my sweater. Um, uh, but the idea of stewardship adds another dimension, and, and this is really important um, to families. The idea that um, there, there's a connotation of of, of uh, serving and taking care of the resource that you have. So you you have the the wealth, and it's 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 yours but it's not yours because it's yours um, to kind of uh, have and enjoy, but there's also <clears throat> a responsibility connected to it. And this is what families um, are increasingly teaching their next generation. So the idea that you are an owner, but that, that, that doesn't give you an unlimited license, that there's some sense that, that the family will also contain people that haven't been born yet, and they want to benefit from this. And if you use it up, or you know, kind of overuse it, um, then it won't be available for them. So it's it's a it's a discussion of um, that that getting this wonderful gift from the family also entails some responsibility and some limits that family members um, don't ordinarily um, think about, and that they therefore they have to discuss and make clear to uh, members of the next generation that, that that the nature of this gift includes. A responsibility for stewardship
1: excellent, And you know when we think about this concept, um, what are some of the characteristics or values that you feel like families espouse as it relates to stewardship? I mean, how it does it connect? You talked about perpetuating, um feeling like responsible to carry on. Tell us more about how that shows up. I mean, you've written some incredible books, but tell us how you see that show up in different families.
0: Well, one thing that, that um, I've learned, I think all of us have learned, is that, that you don't instill stewardship by uh, ordering people um, or delivering edict. You will be a steward. Stewardship is a learning process, and so what I'd say is the values are really the implications of the concept itself. So the first one, is that, that when you get the gift from the family, the family also has to inform and, um, and teach the next generation exactly what that means. What does it mean to be a steward? Does it mean you, you, can't, uh, you, you can't live well? Does it mean that, that you, you can't touch it? Um, what does it mean? So that there's a, there's a learning process, and that includes discussions in the family of what does it mean to be a steward what kind of a life do we leave what is this money for what kind of what do we want to see happen in the world because we're wealthy so <clears throat> so there's a lot of conversations that let's say people that don't have this legacy mm-hmm. uh don't have mm-hmm. to uh, have and um so another part of the ethic is that these conversations are not um held in the lawyer's office necessarily or the um you know held individually these are uh collective conversations and they bring the family together and the family talks about it and the family next generation comes to see aha i see why stewardship is important and i see why it's meaningful for me so there's a kind of discussion of the social commitment um a discussion of, of what do we want to accomplish what do we and 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 there's another element which i think is tremendously important which is uh with the shared legacy And the stewardship comes some commitment to do something together um, that that, that's more than just individual. Just being a good person is is certainly fine and wonderful, but with the uh, legacy and and the wealth of the that's collective in the family, the family starts some discussions about um, what could we do together? What what special thing um, uh, might we be able to do that um, if we weren't just a bunch of individual? um people uh we couldn't do and so the family gets excited about that so um I, what what i'm saying is that, that you have to shift people from feeling like the stewardship responsibility is a burden to the idea that the stewardship responsibility is really a a, a capability and an opportunity to um really um uh you know do something that, that that's meaningful and important to the next generation with the family wealth
1: I love, that. I love that idea of stewardship as an opportunity and as a connection point for not just you as an individual, but to broaden and to make it a shared family experience that has weight and meaning that will likely have impact for generations to come if you set that expectation early on. I'm wondering if you have one or two families in mind, or don't have to name names, but just examples of how you've seen this take shape, um, because I'm sure our listeners would love to know more about what it looks like.
0: Well, you know, so this is not a theoretical concept. It's not my idea of what's a good thing. That that in in the book and in, in my study, I interviewed a hundred uh, families that that had gotten together and been stewards across uh, multiple generations uh, all over the world. So this is uh, what I, what I learned is I have hundreds of interviews and, and stories of families and this is what these families do so here here are two um you know kind of interesting example one um and and, and these examples are, are ones that are um, not just one family but 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 i've seen this in different forms in several families so a third or fourth generation young person may be uh, in a family where um you know they that, that that generation now has 30, 40, even 60 or 80 people. So, so they're not a family or a household anymore. They're, they're kind of a community of people. And this next generation people, a person, um, you know, kind of grows up and and sees, gee, the people are, um, people are moving different places. We don't live in the same town anymore. Um, We're, we're um, getting education. Some of us are living even in different countries um, uh, where where, we're expanding but um, it seems like the people in our generation are really, really interesting. And we just don't know each other well. We're not really connected. And so this person becomes what we call a family champion and uh, begins to take stewardship as being, let's get this, our generation together to kind of talk about who we are, to get to know each other. If we don't know each other, uh, we don't really, we, we, we may benefit, but we don't really connect. So the next generation person begins to bring the, the cohort, the generation together. And this is very common in, in later generation families, that the the new generation has to come together, get to know each other, get engaged, um, learn about the wonderful things that they're doing, sharing and, and networking. Um, and and so this is a um, and this is a task that the parents can't do for your children. The children the next has to do it, and then he or she has to reach out and bring everybody together and uh, also get the older generation on board because uh, sometimes this can be an expensive venture. That's a great example of stewardship, and and it's a common one, and it's someone who takes the message to heart and begins to to, to do it. Uh, Another, again, common example in the sense that it was several families is a, a family member who says, wow, we have a great business um we've, we've created a great company um and maybe in addition to the company we uh, we have other investments uh we have a family office um we have um uh you know we, we have a, a, a foundation um there's a lot of things that we do but um but it's not complete that, that that for example in the legacy business that we have we're not paying attention uh enough to sustainability to the future of, of the environment um our investments are um making us uh wonderful um uh you know kind of returns and creating more wealth for the family but but we're not i'm not really sure that they're um uh you know that they're fulfilling our uh values um to create a, a world for the next generation so they begin to convene a conversation about sustainability and this is something that that great large networks like the family business network which is a global network of families have started to do which is to say families should come together and talk about their values and talk about sustainability and even reach out, even if they don't work in the business, reach out to the business, um, look at their investments and begin to say, what is our, what is our score? What is our uh, relationship with long-term sustainability? And, and what, what I find is that a member of the family kind of gets religion about this and gets excited but it doesn't stop there. It doesn't become an argument um, you know, with, with, their, with their father or mother, um, but it really is, is something that where, where the generation gets together and say, let's build upon what we have. Let's not throw it out. Let's not blame uh, each other, but, but let's build, um, create some change in the business, the investments, the, the things that we do, um, so that it, it, it more clearly represents our social commitment. And these are wonderful opportunities, and, and again, these are ones that every, each of these I see in um, in many families as a way of practicing and implementing their um, their vision of stewardship and make it real for the family.
1: That's fantastic. Thanks so much for those two great examples. The first one around stewardship really being driven by the up-and-coming generation, as you call them, the family champion who might inspire a conversation with um, the more senior generation to talk about the collective and what stewardship means. And then the second one I heard you say was more focused on sustainability and the impact that sustainability might have in relationship to a family enterprise. Or to a collective family trying to identify how are they going to sustain this? What does this look like? And does it have maybe some um, social impact connotation? Or how does it again bring family together? I love both of those examples. Um, Dennis, in closing, are there any one or two takeaways that you think are most critical to stewardship and being successful at it?
0: Well, it's. I would say the takeaway is every family, um, whatever their level of wealth, um, has to have a, a conversation. Uh, most uh, families generally don't talk about wealth, and they they um, therefore um, just kind of leave it for everybody to make their own conclusions. And I think the first step of every family is to get together and to say, "What does our wealth mean to us in terms of our lives? How does it affect us? And most importantly, what is our wealth for?" So we have more wealth than we can use we have more wealth um in some cases than we can even imagine uh what do we what do we want it to do what's it for and and that that seems like a silly question but it's not you can only um you know in in a super wealthy family there's there's only very little that you can do your life is fine but but the but the the question of what it's for and where you're going is the the family's values and, and and vision and uh and this is a conversation that starts over the dinner table um, with the wealthy, wealthy parents. And, and they're now, you know, kind of grow, grown up uh, children um, or growing children to say, this is what we have. And this is who we are and what we stand for.
1: Great final thoughts. So again, thank you so much for being here on the Tamman Learning Podcast. Dennis's um, thoughts and ideas also show up in chapter four of the complete family office handbook the second edition that's released November 9th 2020 and Dennis has just so much incredible information um and you can learn more about Dennis at his website um it's you want to tell us your website Dennis
0: well very uh, simple it's uh, denisjaffy.com um and you just go onto it and and it's it's really a library and a resource center so i have about 70 or 80 um articles and publications that you can download and um other than leaving your um uh I- contact information so um, which i don't use for anything other than telling people share, sharing other resources you can download uh all kinds of resources and articles and um that that, that talk about some of these issues
1: and tools you've got um values cards you've created right. a lot of different helpful tools again, back to the first step being having those conversations.
0: And sometimes
1: you need conversation aids, which I think you've created some great ones that can be extraordinarily helpful. So as your host today, uh, Kirby Ross Block, I'm thrilled to have spent the time with you, Dennis, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. And um, we look forward to the more research, the more writing, the more thought leadership that you bring to this space. Thank you, you so much well,
0: thank you your platform and the work that you've done is is is, is such a service to everybody as well thank you kirby